Hello, hello. Welcome to Yay for Growth. I'm your host, Savannah Zipak, and this is a personal development podcast where we have all kinds of conversations about every area of health, well-being, and occasionally something different to spice things up. With three college degrees, including my master's of public health, five years of combined experience in healthcare and research, and a passion for improving population health, I am here to make sure nothing goes unspoken. So take a deep breath, check in with yourself, and let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 70 of Yay for Growth where we are going to talk about health influencers that are scammy or, you know, things you can do to ensure that you are consuming content and media in a wise manner when it comes to the realm of health and wellness. Because, let me tell you, and I will, that's the whole point of this episode, um... There are, man, there is so much out there, but we're not going to get into it quite yet. I do want to check in. Um, I wanted to say a couple of things. First, I was just listening to my audiobook. I'm listening to the book Gone Girl, and oh my god, I am obsessed with it. I have not read a fictional story that has had me, like, on the edge of my seat in probably a year. Like, I think it was last summer like not even this past summer but the summer before that I was listening to so many audiobooks and found a couple good ones but it's been really hard for me to find a story that's so good so I highly recommend Gone Girl by uh something Flynn I think hold on let me look yeah it's a really good story it's a mystery and when I tell you I didn't even know that um it was gonna turn into what it did. Like, I had no idea. I didn't really look into the book. I just remember listening to the preview on Audible, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Like, I cannot wait to listen. And then I started listening to it, and I think, as always, got busy with school and then never went back to listening to it. And here we are. I've just been consuming so much content since going back to school. Like, it's, it's really nice. So much content since not going back to school, sorry. Uh, This is why I can't multitask. I have been consuming a lot of content since graduating from my master's of public health program. So it's been nice to just like have time and my brain is actually like has energy again. And the author of this book is Jillian Flynn. So highly recommend it. It is amazing. Like I am on the edge of my seat. Ugh, I sound like an old person, but here we are. Anyway, I'm glad I'm here today. It was quite hard for me to get on here and actually record in the past week. Um, I've been struggling to just find some inspiration. And, you know, it's like one minute I felt like I had a topic. The next minute, I didn't. And any creative person can relate to this, I'm sure. When it comes to podcasts specifically, however, it's hard because your topic needs to be something you can talk about for the allotted time that you have. So for me, that's anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes, you know, and it's like sometimes I think of stuff and then I talk about it for 10 minutes and then I'm like, oh, wow, I'm never publishing this episode. What's cool about that is there are platforms like TikTok and Instagram where I can take the more uh, short 
not short, yeah, short, uh, rants and just kind of, like, put them on there. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, today I really did want to talk about, um, you know, some health influencers that seemed scammy and, like, how that inspired me, um, and I just want to give people some little nuggets of advice, uh, so that they don't consume or even pay for content and media from certain influencers. But before we do that, I will just say um, I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support of my recent Instagram post. I found out this month that I've been struggling with GERD for years. So GERD is a type of GI and like digestive tract thing where you just kind of are inflamed a lot um, and certain foods just really make you bloated. Uh, A lot of people have like IBS sometimes with GERD as well, but GERD is more so common with like acid reflux. Um, And it's been a huge relief for me to have that diagnosis because when I tell you like my symptoms were getting to be very uncomfortable and unbearable, almost definitely thought of going to urgent care a few times for my bloating and I remember you know my boyfriend who's in healthcare and who worked in a clinic and all that stuff where they had GI my brother's a GI well he's studying to be a GI doctor um he's in med school right now and I saw my brother over the holidays and he was like yeah I have GERD and I was like what and then I'm like is this what I have like I know I have acid reflux he's like yeah it's probably GERD so I finally you know did reach out for some help for my doctor and I'm not going to go into too much detail about gut health in general on here because it's all my Instagram post. It did inspire me to just make a post though on gut health, general information, and in the caption I told my own gut health journey or story. Um, Just my, you know, experience with bloating and discomfort and everything like that. I'm happy to say I'm feeling a lot better thanks to guidance from my doctor on some dietary things, research I've done, and just, like, listening to my body. It was definitely hard to reach out for help, but, again, I'm really happy I did it. Aside from that, life has been calm the past week, and I'm grateful. I will take all of the calm waves that I can. I have therapy... Uh, or no, I had therapy today. I was supposed to record this earlier, so my script is like, I have therapy later. Whoops! I had therapy earlier, and I feel very grounded, so it's a great day, you know? Some, not every day is great and calm and just peaceful, but I'm gonna definitely appreciate it for what it is. And I'm feeling ready to get into today's episode, so let's do it. Let me start off by talking about the inspiration for this episode. I was on my community Instagram, Sustained with Sav, and came across an ad for a workshop taught by this random ass influencer with zero credentials to be giving advice on health and wellness. And of course, I did not bookmark it because I was just like so astonished in the moment 
But it doesn't matter because I'm not here to, like, call certain people out specifically. I'm just talking about the general issues with all of this. And I closed Instagram and I started thinking about it. And the more, you know, the more I thought about this advertisement, it angered me. Specifically because this person was a non-licensed professional, wait for it, claiming her services will help get rid, in quotes, get rid of your anxiety and depression for good. Excuse me? What even is that? Are you kidding? Are you God? Can you control suffering? Human suffering? I'm so confused. Anyways, let's get this straight. You cannot, quote, get rid of any emotion. Only the frequency at which it occurs and maybe escalates. Definitely. Uh, False claims are a huge red flag. The brightest of them all. So I wanted to talk about this unfortunate truth and give you all some tips on what to look out for when you are using products, educational materials especially, or anything of that sort from an influencer on social media, specifically in the realm of health, relationships, wellness, fitness, whatever. Anything that alters your mind or your body Like, you should already be like, let me look into this first, right? So, let's talk about a few things. Number one, influencers are influencers. Most of them have either a really pretty face or amazing marketing and editing skills. Some of them both, and maybe a special talent. And good for them. Like, I look up to some influencers because of how creative they are or... You know, some of them are just really knowledgeable in their fields, and I love that. And it's just, like, become such a happy part of my day to follow certain people, and, like, I'm excited to watch their videos. And, like, I only hope that I'm that for other people one day, if not today. But that's just the thing. Like, not all influencers understand that their literal job is to create a brand They want to build the trust of their audience based on that brand and like any other business model, you know, that's what they have to do in order to make money, right? So it's supposed to be an exchange, but you have to be careful at who you're giving your money to and This is okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with people being influencers full-time. Hell, if I could do it, I probably would. I'd quit my job in, like, probably six months. But you know what? The problem arises when, one, they do not respect or understand the the platform they have. They do not respect or understand the audience that they have. And three, this can look like taking advantage of their a lot of times very young audience their workshops or courses with no real credentials sponsoring products that most of their audience cannot afford or that they haven't even actually really used themselves uh shall i go on right we want to make sure that the people we are looking to for guidance and recommendations and education are actual actually 
being careful. That was a long pause. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But we want to make sure they are being cautious and careful and also educate themselves, right? Before selling whatever it is that they are going to be selling. And that they are fucking humble, bro. It's okay to be confident. There's a difference between egotistical and confident, right? You can be confident and humble, but confident and egotistical, all right, we got to be careful. And how do you know, right? So my advice to people would be two main points. Um, Number one, be wary of influencers who offer workshops or courses taught strictly by them and them only. If they do not bring in experts from other areas, you have to be cautious of that. What is so special about them, right? I think that's just like a sign of really high ego or someone that might scam you because they have full control of everything. Um, yeah, so definitely be careful. I've watched a couple Curtis Connor videos where he calls out these like business influencers that will teach you like you know, they run these workshops telling people, like, how to make passive income or, you know, how to make a bunch of money, and the course doesn't actually help at all. The people taking, that pay to take the course don't actually get to interact with some of these uh, influencers or the creators of the course, right? And it's just a lot of things like that. Um, where it's like, oh, so if it's really just you running this and you have full control and you don't bring in any experts and, or you do bring in experts, but they're, you know, kind of seemingly shady too, you just gotta be careful, right? Um, I think it's always a red flag when someone's not willing to collaborate with other people, when they're not open-minded. And you can tell this through, like, you can tell if online influencers, public figures, you can tell if they're like this when they kind of just refuse to collaborate, you know? Um, an example would be as much as I love him, The weekend, ugh, he announced that he's no longer collaborating with other people on his music, and I was like, don't tell me that. Some of his best songs are collaborations. I'm just like, bro, what are you doing? Do you just think you're, like, the best ever because everyone can be great and you can collaborate and then make something that's the best together I don't know so yeah that's my point I don't want to over explain uh and then the second point would be or point of advice please do not put influencers on a pedestal until you know enough about them as if I already haven't said that um you want to know about their intentions and the credibility of their confident content Uh, even then, no one deserves that power from you. Not your brother, not your sister, not your mom, not your significant other. Like, you can't put people on pedestals before you really know. And even when you do know what people's intentions are or their credibility or whatever, it's like, we're all equal at the end of the day, man. You know, I don't care how hippie or whatever that sounds, you know. We're all equals, so definitely take that into account when you are consuming content from health and wellness influencers. Um, Yeah, I, I truly can't believe that somebody would sit there and try to post, like, a workshop and 
guarantee, like, guarantee that they can get rid of your anxiety and depression. Like, that's so toxic. Now that I I really say it out loud and think about it, I'm like, because I've wanted to kind of talk about this stuff for a while, but I know some people do already online, and I was like, there's nothing I've seen that's been so outlandish where I'm like, I need to talk about this. This was one of those instances, and I have been noticing, you know, as I'm following more and more people in the health and wellness realm, and Instagram and TikTok suggest more people, um, that there are a lot of people that claim to be, like, a health coach or a relationship coach or, um, maybe, like, a diet nutrition coach or whatever, and they don't actually offer any materials, education, or services of substance. Um, Another thing to look out for is if they make you pay for a consultation, um, you know, like, anyone with the title, I hate that I'm saying this, but you do have to be wary of people with the title coach, because Anyone can just go online and be like, I'm a coach, you know, like, I'm a health coach. I'm a relationship coach. But what have they actually done to build their business, to build their brand, and build their education? Now, part of me, as someone who works in healthcare, feels very conflicted when it comes to this because I see how the process of getting credentials, licenses in a certain field gives people that credibility and the proper training and tools and preparation that they need. So it's like, I really do believe in the process of getting licenses and certifications. But then on the other hand, like, I definitely know people who are coaches and actually help their clients and are so educated and well-rounded that... I wouldn't ever be like, oh, you shouldn't run your business just because you don't have an actual license or certification in this kind of stuff. And so it's all very specific and respective to each person slash influencer slash coach, what their services are. Um, For me, like I even thought of being a health coach for a while, right? get to run your own business, work from home, you know, I'd get to use my education in public health and just everything I know about wellness and interpersonal skills. Like, I definitely gave it a lot of thought, but at the end of the day, because I am so, like, research and science-based, I cannot see myself ever offering services to people that are, how do I put it, for behavior change, I wouldn't ever do that without some type of license. Even if it's just you attend a workshop and it's like a highly respected workshop that can teach you certain skills, like, what I don't like is that there's a lack of transparency online. And there are a lot of people that look to the internet and look to social media for connection and community because maybe they can't find it elsewhere. And yeah, I just think influencers and 
like health coaches need to understand the platform that they have that people are just so trusting so quick online and while you shouldn't have to explain yourself all the time I do think transparency is important like if they don't have a maybe like a website or an about them um that kind of shows their experience that's another thing maybe I'd add to my advice to be wary of because now that I think about it like if I ever did become a health coach I would want to make sure that my credentials are online for people to see like I've been trained in this I've attended this workshop like I have these skills from you know positions in x y and z people don't need to know everything especially if you have a very public following however there's definitely a lack of transparency right now in terms of the online business world in general of people having like clients and putting educational materials out there um so yeah just be wary be careful and like anything else take what you like and leave the rest but don't be too trusting too quick um this episode's not meant to give you anxiety it's really just to shed light and awareness on this issue um because it it is one it is one um not everybody you want to think that a lot of people who have a following in a larger platform to stand on you want to think the best of them you know at least I do and yeah people just want connection and you have to remember like (laughs) it's so funny because wait side note I always, like, think the best of people, and my boyfriend always thinks the worst of people. (laughs) So when we first met and got together, I was like, what is this? Like, how do you live like this, always thinking the worst of people? And, yeah, that was funny. But now, honestly, I'm telling you... I've taught him how to be skeptical of certain things, and he's taught me how to be skeptical of certain things, like, and it's definitely balanced out now where we're both kind of just neutral about most stuff, but this would definitely be something where it's, like, I would be scrolling online and, like, looking at someone's content and be like, oh, hey, babe, like, look at this, isn't this so cool, and he'll just, like, make a comment, like, oh, they're just doing it for money or whatever. And I would sit there and I'd be like, oh my God, you're so negative. You're such an asshole, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wouldn't say that, but I would tell him like, that's negative. Why would you say that? Or why would you think the worst? And he would just be like, well, I mean, that's how they make money, like, is their social following. So, you know, you you might not be able to trust what they say. And it's so funny that I'm making this episode now because yeah here we are full circle (laughs) it's just so funny okay anyways i hope you got something out of this episode um and if you have any stories to share with something like this um especially if you've ever been like scammed by a health coach or something like that definitely let me know you can message me on instagram like dm me and i'd be so interested to hear your story oh my god it would be so fun um Like, not fun for you if you went through it, though. (laughs) But anyways, I hope that, you know, you all take care of yourselves this weekend or whenever you're listening to this. And 
that, you know, you feel at peace. I think that's a big thing for me lately is just learning how to feel at peace even when there's, like, chaos around me. Just know that, like, you always do have control of the content you can consume, the media you consume. Um, You got this. We got this. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I've been very grateful lately for this community. Um, I'm always grateful, but, you know, it's just been especially special lately. (laughs) All right, everyone. Uh, Have a great rest of your day or night. Whatever it is, wherever you are. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye-bye.